Hello and welcome in this episode 24 of Escaping the Hamster Wheel. I'm your host Thibaut and today I'm going to talk about what I learned from my first 14 months as a solopreneur. So this is the last episode of season one um, and in there I'm just going to tell you everything I learned. So there's a bunch of points that were really important. The first is that um, the first 14 months were, you know, the things I learned. So you don't need to have a product to launch your own business. You just need a problem and people are willing to pay to solve it. That's really like was the assumption I had when I started the, you know, like I left my job. I was saying I don't have a product. I don't have a solution, a service or anything. I just have knowledge, things I know. And now I guess a lot of people I know or I don't know yet have a problem. And my assumption is that they will be willing to pay so I can help them solve it. And my assumption is that they will be willing to pay to a rate that will allow me to pay my invoices, live properly, and you know, like live in a good way, pay my, my bills and just do stuff. And the assumption was very simple. If I can, you know, make a living doing 45,000 euro a year, this is gonna be fine. And I did this 45,000 euro in less than two months, I think. Um, so was really a good assumption. Like the problem was here. The problem was huge. It is still huge. A lot of people need help with sales. And so if you are thinking of doing your own stuff as a solopreneur and helping people with sales, the market is massive. There's going to be so many opportunities. Like now, if you want to be basically, you can become like a SDR as a service. You can become SDR manager, consultant. You can do so many things around sales because everyone needs that. So, um, that's how I started. You know, you see me now as the guy who's doing sales development and prospecting on LinkedIn. I didn't start like that at all. I just started, you know, helping people with any kind of problem they were throwing at me in sales. And I learned a lot. I was, you know, doing a lot of mistakes around it, but it was very interesting. Second thing I learned is that quitting your job is incredibly liberating and empowering. So when you're quitting your job and you decide to go on your own, you are so empowered. You are changing the narrative and controlling the narrative. And for me, that was really amazing to get that is I was having a tough time in my job. I was hating my life, basically. And I knew they would fire me at some point because I was behaving very bad. I was just like, not. I was not being employable. And that's what I love to say. I'm not employable. Like some people sometimes say, hey, can you become the VP of sales? And I say, first of all, I'm not interested. Second of all, you would fire me within two hours. So that's the thing is quitting your job is controlling the narrative. You are cutting short to everything. You're just saying, I am in power. I decide what I do with my time and I'm just going to quit and figure it out as I go. And so that's really something I realized in there is that you can go and figure it out as you go. Defining your revenue goals early is key. So you can't just go leave and say, I'm going to find out and whatever we want. You need to have like a quantified target of what you need to do. And you'll see if you actually optimize your lifestyle. So you're not, you know, you're not running after the kind of shiny stuff, having a big car, you know, like uh, just investing in things that are ridiculous going out all the time. You will actually find out that you don't need that much money to be happy and to live well. And what you need is just to get your number right. So for me, that was 45,000 euro. This is not a lot of money, 45,000 euro. I started with that. I very quickly reached that and very quickly I was, okay, I'm successful. So I can keep going on. I can keep paying myself. And I've been doing this for three years, you know, like things have been going well. I've been through a pandemic where I went from, you know, going on site and helping people to not being able to see people on site at all. And I was really able to actually go and thrive with that. So. Define your goals early and make sure that they are 
reachable by making sure that your lifestyle is not just too crazy. Second thing, you know, like uh, uh, that is important is to really make sure that you are, you know, getting this number as low as possible by reducing, let's say, your runway. So think about what is important in your life. You know, for me, it's time. It's being free. And uh, often if you don't have a boss, but you have like a very fancy car, you know, expensive stuff, these things will actually put you and put you back as a slave, basically going and going back and working for someone else because you need to get all the money to um, to pay for that. So that's one good learning is uh, make sure that you are having a goal that is more realistic by having a lifestyle that is more intentional. Another thing I have found is that one thing you need to do, and it's really that simple when you're launching your own stuff and leaving, is to find one customer. So find your first customer and then worry about finding another one and then finding another one and on and on. Don't think about like a growth plan where you're going to get so many customers and, you know, do an Excel spreadsheet, whatever. This is all crap. You don't need that. What you need to do is to find the first customer. Find one person who will give you, I don't know, one euro and uh, then the next one and the next one. If you can find someone who will give you 10,000 euro, that's much better. But really find one customer and the other one and then another one and then another one. That's really what's important at the beginning is just to, you know, do it step by step. Another thing I learned is that as you go, you will get fired by customers and that's okay. You'll also fire customers and that's okay. And it's actually fine to actually go and try. One thing you need to do is to differentiate what you're doing to who you are. When you're actually becoming a solopreneur or freelancer or whatever, um, you will have this tendency to put your results and make your results define you. And I had a conversation with the head of sales once and he was telling me, I don't know how you're doing it because you're selling yourself and I couldn't do that. And at the time it was a while ago, so I was like, yeah, I don't know, like I'm doing it, but basically I'm not selling myself. The thing is I have, you know, an expertise and I'm working on delivering services. It's my business. And sometimes I don't do it right. You know, I, I'm not perfect. I'm a human, but sometimes I don't do things perfectly, but I don't let this define me. So the thing is people will fire you. That's okay. You learn from that and you really bounce back. People speak and referral will save you. People speak in your back. And even the people who will fire you, the customer will fire you, very often will refer you. They will fire you like um, because they have other priorities, because they realize that they need to focus on other things, because cash is cash is really lean. So they need to actually go and make sure that they are cutting on expenses. But they are not firing you because they hate you or whatever. And what's happening very often is they will refer you. And that's really important. And the referrals will save you. What's going to happen is if you are doing your job properly, if you are really working working properly and delivering value, people will save you and people will actually uh, refer you. One thing that is also very important that I learned is that you need to get your ideas out there. People are craving stories. People are just like so interested in learning how you do things, you know, how you've done that. They are just like passionate about it. So just document what you're doing. Get your ideas out there. Say, this is what I'm doing. This is how I do it. Just show on LinkedIn, you know, document your journey. People just love that. And they are craving the stories. They are craving to learn how these things work. And that's really what's important. And if you think about what we consume now as a society, where we consume stuff, we watch LinkedIn, YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, whatever. These are stories. People are passionate by stories. As humans, we just love hearing stories. And when you tell your story, people just love it. So you know how to do it already. If you use social networks, you know how to tell your story. So do it professionally. 
on a network like LinkedIn, for example. Another thing I learned that is so important is double your rate for each new customer. That's the fastest way to wealth and fastest way to be recognized as an expert is not to be better than everyone else. You seriously, I tell you, I've, I've won some deals against like big heavyweights in sales. And it's not because I was better, I had a better thing. It's just because I was doubling my rate. And now if you want to actually hire me, you're going to actually to take my time. You're going to spend a lot of money. So there's other ways you can actually get my knowledge and my what I know. But basically what you do is like when you double your price for each customer, what you see is that your customers will start getting much better. You'll have way more time and you'll be able to really pick and choose whatever you want to do with your time. So just double your rate every time. Start with 80 euro an hour or 100 euro an hour, then double at 200 and then double at 400. Just do these kind of things and you'll actually increase the money you make and you'll get with really cool customers. I remember I was dreaming of working with SaaS business, you know, like I was drinking, d d dreaming of, of working with like just a business that was having like, I don't know, 10 sales people in sales. Now I'm doing that all the time. I have uh, worked with companies like Growth Tribe, Outreach. Uh, I have like trained teams of like 25, 30 people at the same time. I never thought that would be possible. And I thought whenever I would do that, I would just like be mind blown. And very quickly I realized, okay, they are 25, but it doesn't mean they are better than a small company of two people. So that's really something you'll see is that, you know, your customers are going to get better as you go. Another thing is, you know, so much more than you think. If you have been working on something and you have a bit of expertise or just a bit of experience, you know, doing sales, doing whatever, you just know so much and people will like, be so interested in learning about that. So just putting that comes back with putting your stuff out there and your ideas out there. You know more than you think what's in your brain is so valuable and it's not because it's in your brain that uh, people don't want to hear about it or it's not because it's in your brain that it's in the brain of other people so really think about that and i always like to take this analogy where if you think about i don't know a bottle of wine for example you are the bottle of wine and you're the wine basically and you see everything from inside the bottle so you see the sticker the label of the bottle from inside that's what you see but people from outside they see you know, like the other side of the sticker, of the label. So they see everything, that's what they see, and it's so different from the perception we have, so we know so much more than the other people. Another thing, just get started and you'll figure out things as you go. That's really the thing, I heard that again in the podcast, is basically as you go, if just as if you were into, you know, an, on your own as a solopreneur, and basically that's life too, but you are on the road, in the fog, basically. You're in the, in the road in the fog, you don't see stuff and you have your headlight and you see barely so you can actually drive and see in front of you. And that's fine. And by the way, that's gonna be, that's gonna stay like that forever. So it's not because you only see in the headlight at this distance that you can't go and do the whole journey like that. So just get started, make sure you have a goal, you know where you're going and just you figure out as you go. That's the thing. I'm still figuring out as I go. I just always learn new stuff. And, you know, sometimes I'm more stressed. Sometimes I'm less stressed. You know, things are getting more stable. But I'm just figuring everything out as I go. And I'm just making so many mistakes. But this is okay. So that's really something that is really important is that you won't have a clear path. You just figure it out, figure it out as you go. And just be confident in your capacity to do that. I mean, I never... 
thought and expected that would, there would be a pandemic where I would not see my customers. You know, my only way to make money was to see customers at the time. Now I never see customers. I mean, if you want to have me on site, you're going to pay so much money because I don't want to go on site. So that's the thing is I would have never expected that. But as things went, I adapted, I was resilient, and I learned how to do that. So you'll never see farther than the headlight, but that's okay. And last thing, but what is the most important thing is, if you come from sales, you are actually used to bookings. You are actually used to closing contracts and you know having the contracts and people committing. Bookings are shit. What you need is revenue now. What you need is people to give you money right now, and that's really the only thing that matters. And so, that's really one thing you should not forget is bookings, contracts, engagement. People will break them all the time. A lot of people will fire you. They will, you know, even if you have a contract, you won't have the money to go and sue them for whatever. So get money right now. And one thing I can give you, like a small tactical tip, and that's going to be the last thing I'm going to say in this episode, is whenever you are closing a contract, what you need to do is to, once the contract is signed, you actually send half of the contract value and get it to pay to be paid upfront, which is very easy to get. And then you say the rest will be paid within 30, 45, or 60 days, but the invoice is sent already. Send your two invoices, send all your invoices at the beginning of the contract because people have them in their system. And very often what's going to happen is that there will be confusion in their end and they'll pay the two invoices at the same time. Then you'll have more cash in your pocket because cash is the only thing that matters. Money to pay your bills, pay your invoices, make sure you can put like some food on the table is the only thing that matters. And just keep doing it and enjoy the journey.